Welcome and we are glad that you are with us today. Beishalach means, when he let go. This portion begins with Pharaoh letting Israel go and God leading Israel to the Sof Sea which we now know as the Gulf of Aqaba. Since the rediscovery of where Israel crossed the sea, there have been many videos made about it and they even include chariot artifacts strewn on the bottom of the sea at the crossing point. I would like to start by talking about learning God's commandments. Take one step at a time. God never intended that His commandments overwhelm us. Before I took my written driver's test, I studied the traffic laws from a book. I had to pass the test in order to go on to the actual driving test. I remember being worried about passing the test so I could drive. How many of us worry about passing our spiritual tests that are of much greater consequence? In this portion, Israel encountered several tests. Are we ready to conquer our tests and remain faithful? Taking the time to learn God's commandments and understand how to apply them is learning how to live life. So, our eyes and ears should be especially attentive when being taught God's commandments. We should never feel overwhelmed by the few hundred commands from the Bible, the book that gives life. Some make an issue out of the number of commands in the Old Testament portion. There are more than 400 traffic laws according to Highway and Auto Safety, AHAs. Many think it is a priority that they pass the driver's tests. It is much more important that we learn and keep God's commandments. Just as we value other things in life, we should value God's commandments. We value our physical needs and our need for food, so we should have a hunger for knowing and understanding the truths for life. Deuteronomy 8 2-3 NKJV says, And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these forty years in the wilderness, to humble you and test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep His commandments or not. So He humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know nor did your fathers know, that He might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Life is a test from God. God wants to know if we will listen to Him. You cannot drive until you pass both tests, the written laws, and the actual driving test where you apply the written driving laws. You do not pass the test of life unless you make the effort to know God's laws and actually apply them to your life. I was taught many of God's commandments and how to apply them by my mother. She would take the time to have conversations with me about God's commandments in the Old Testament portion. These wonderful conversations gave me a basis for life. Not all of you have had this important opportunity, but you can learn and apply what you learn now. Take thought on how you can apply God's commandments and consider how well they worked out. Consider what could be the negative consequences of not keeping God's commandments. We are supposed to focus more though on keeping the commandment, that is the proper way to apply it. For any sin, there is always a negative consequence. Even if you do not experience a consequence, the fact that you felt nothing will entice you to take more chances with life and not pass the test of life. There is no hiding from God and He knows when you are sinning. God knows what you do, and He can bring blessing on the lives of those who rely on Him. 2 Chronicles 16:9 NKJV says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show Himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to Him. We miss out on the blessings from God for not keeping His commandments and can experience negative consequences through sin. Keeping God's commandments does many things for us. 
God's commandments help us live right. They protect us from the consequences of evil and sin. God gives powerful blessings to those who keep His commandments. God gives eternal life to those who keep His commandments and accept Yeshua as their Messiah. We are commanded to receive another Helper for life, the Holy Spirit through the Messiah. Yeshua. It makes sense, God is the Creator and knows what is best for us. When we make up ways of life that are contrary to what God says, we are saying to God that we know better than Him. God has good intentions for us and knows what is best for us so not following His commandments often results in negative consequences for the evil we committed. Sin is evil because it is doing something that is wrong. That is just like driving your car on the wrong side of the road. It could result in terrible personal injury or even death. If you live in sin, you will not pass the test of life. Do not be misled or tricked. 1 Corinthians 6 9-10 NKJV says, Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Remember, if we do sin, we must confess our sins to God and He will forgive us. See. 1 John 1 9. Since God's ways are what is best for us, they bring blessings and can even bring with it supernatural blessings. God gave us His commandments to help us, and we are also commanded to receive another helper in life, the Holy Spirit. No matter what our life looks like, following God's commandments and accepting our Messiah Yeshua and the Holy Spirit leads to eternal life with a good God. The Holy Spirit is a helper for life. John 14:15-17 NKJV says, Keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. After we receive the Holy Spirit, we still must be committed to keeping God's commandments or we will fail the test of life and not be in God's future kingdom. Hebrews 12:14 NKJV says, Pursue peace with all people, and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Holiness means we keep God's commandments, we are to live as a holy people. Some say we are holy without acting holy, how ridiculous. We do not have to be rich to go to the future kingdom of God. We just need to be rich spiritually. Doing things God's way gives life and direction. Take aim at following and walking with God. We talk about this over and over because God is a good God and wants us to do what is right. We especially see this in Deuteronomy where it tells us repeatedly to stay faithful. Our life needs direction, so we need to take aim in life. For the most part, we do not get in our car and drive aimlessly. We have a destination in mind. If you want what is right for life and if you want to pass the test of life and be in God's future kingdom, decide you will keep God's commandments. Daniel 12 2 NKJV says, and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Why does it say that some will rise and face shame and everlasting contempt? It is important to have the right aim in life or you will face terrible eternal consequences and a lake of fire and brimstone, see Revelation 21 8. So, we need to take the time to learn God's good ways. Some do not take this as seriously as they should. Most of us want good results in life, 
yet they do not take what is most important seriously. Years ago, I was sitting on the railroad tracks with a train coming because my transmission had just failed. I told myself that I will give the car one more try and then I am getting out of the car. If you are not taking God seriously, you are the person sitting in the car and doing nothing. You need to start doing learning to do what is right and do it. Fortunately, I got my car to move off the tracks. Talk about a weird and expensive experience. Those who care about doing what is right bring satisfaction and joy to their lives. If I had done nothing and just sat in the car, I would not be around today. When you do what is right, you can look back with satisfaction that you made the right decisions and choices. You can have joy in knowing you took the right path in life and not a destructive path. Psalm 16:11 NKJV says, You will show me the path of life, in your presence is fullness of joy, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So, stand your spiritual ground strong and do not forget to experience the joy in life of doing what is right and good. More to consider. In this portion, Pharaoh let go of Israel reluctantly. We should be reluctant to let go of God. Be secure in what you do and be immovable spiritually. Have you ever tried to move something large and almost immovable? While life can push and pull on our attitudes and mindset and cause us to waver, we are to be immovable spiritually. Psalm 16 7-9 NKJV I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me. Because He is at my right hand I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. King David says that God has given him counsel. God's commandments are his counsel. Deuteronomy 4 6 tells us that God's commandments give us wisdom and understanding so this is the counsel King David is talking about. That should be the starting point for all our behaviors. King David wrote that God is always at his right hand. Have you ever heard the expression, at hand? It means that something is nearby and ready for use. King David understood that God was at hand in all he faced. He believed in God's counsel and that God was with him and it made him glad and joyful. If only we all could be like that. We all have responsibilities. Some more than others but imagine the serious situations that a king would have. Even with all the riches and the entire kingdom as his resources, King David made God his point of contact with reality and life. Although we may face all kinds of situations, be secure and immovable in your relationship with God and don't let anything come between you and God, not riches, not wrong desires, or power. Also, watch how fast you proceed in what you do. Since we are to obey God's commandments, consider them in all we do and listen for God to speak to us, always use good sense. God expects us to think things through first and foremost. Be prudent, those who use good sense, and understand the path they are supposed to be on in life. Proverbs 14:8 NKJV says, The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools may not believe they are foolish, they are being deceived though. It goes to say in Proverbs 14:12 NKJV, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Things can go bad fast for the thoughtless. My dad told me a story about some men that he knew who decided to rob a bank and got shot and killed. He was teaching me to stay away from bad people and evil. 
Do not make friends with evil people. They will try to get you to sin. We need to bolt our lives to reality and God's wisdom and proceed with thoughtfulness. Think before you do something. Have you ever seen signs that say, proceed with caution? That's a good rule life. Some people charge ahead through life without considering the consequences of what they do. The Bible tells us to diligently keep our hearts in the right place spiritually, see Proverbs 4:23. Do not live like those who do not follow God's commandments. Do what is right and good, see Deuteronomy 6:18, and shine like the stars. Daniel 12:3 NKJV says, Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Isn't that wonderful? Shine like a star and turn others toward doing what is right. God's ways give us comfort and blessing, so do what is right. Isaiah 41:10 NKJV says, Fear not, for I am with you, be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, yes, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Don't decide to do things on your own without God. God can and will help us because He is God, be on God's side, that will always be the winning side. Haven't you always wanted to be on the winning side? We cheer for our sport teams and enjoy competing at games and winning. With God, we will be a winner. Also, God guarantees eternal life and a future kingdom to those who keep His commandments and follow Him. I've talked about the Hebrew James lately, the epistle of James in Hebrew. There are some obvious changes in the Greek that were inserted by heretics and are not in the Hebrew manuscripts of the New Testament. James 1:25 NKJV from the Greek text says, He who looks into the perfect law of liberty. The Hebrew manuscript says, But anyone who observes himself by the whole Torah, which is the instruction of the examiner, and stands in Torah. From the Epistle of James, Yaakov, a translation from the Hebrew, by Dr. Miles Jones, page 24. The Torah is the first five books of the Bible. All the early believers were Jewish. They knew what he was talking about and that they were to keep the Torah. Yaakov, James, was the leader of the first century church and made the decisions at the time, see Acts 15. God tells us over and over in the Bible to keep His commandments, so the Greek manuscript is an obvious pagan insertion to allow sin. We have to remember that the Roman Empire outlawed keeping some of God's commandments, like keeping God's feasts, they are God's feasts and not just Jewish feasts, see Leviticus 23 2. Their Greek text contains added words and some slanted speech against keeping God's law and also against the Jews because the Roman Empire wanted to be in charge. The word liberty was added to the Greek text to make it seem like God changed His mind about keeping His commandments. Numbers 23:19 NKJV says, God is not a man, that He should lie. God did not lie to us at Mount Sinai, it is man that is a liar. The Roman Empire changed God's Word in places, burned the Hebrew New Testament manuscripts, and killed the early true believers of Yeshua in order to take control of Christianity. Make sure people understand this. Some people are heading for the lake of fire because of these liars. Revelation 21:8 NKJV says, The cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. You teachers need to stop lying. 
Be a useful and strong believer, protect your heart from the elements of the worldly. Proverbs 4 23-27 NKJV, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth, and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left, remove your foot from evil. Keep your heart with diligence spiritually. Perverse means to deliberately and willfully do evil. It says in Proverbs that we are not to even talk about doing those things. Think about what you are doing and saying and do what is right, do and say what is right. You have a choice. Keep your heart from thinking and doing evil. You can do it. Now begins our Torah teaching. Beishalach means, when he let go. This portion begins with God leading Israel to the Sof Sea, which we now know as the Gulf of Aqaba, instead of through the land of the Pleistim in order to avoid conflict. Also, Israel picks up Joseph's bones from Succoth on the way. God hardens Pharaoh's heart while they are on their way and Pharaoh then chases after Israel with more than 600 chariots and men, but Moshe says that God will fight for them. God tells Moshe to lift up his hand over the sea, the sea parts, and the pillar of cloud that led them is now behind them, protecting them from the Egyptian army. The Jewish writings say that a man from the tribe of Judah took the first step into the sea that God parted. The tribe of Judah also led the way in the wilderness. Yeshua was from the tribe of Judah and a descendant of King David. As the Messiah, Yeshua now leads our way through the Holy Spirit. Israel went through the sea on dry ground between walls of water. The Egyptians tried to follow them through the sea the next day, but Moshe held his hand over the sea and it covered the Egyptians. Then the people sang a song of victory to the Lord. In the song they exalted God and praised God for saving them. Also, Miriam the prophet and sister of Aharon sang a song and the women joined her with tambourines and dancing. There are a number of videos now that show the route that Israel took to the Sea of Aqaba to the real Mount Sinai in Midian of Arabia. You can do a search on YouTube for Red Sea Crossing and Ron Wyatt for a good video. In the videos, you can see the route that Israel took through the wadi with mountains on either side. That is why the Egyptians couldn't proceed because they were trapped in the wadi until Israel made it to the other side. There were actually pillars put at the crossing point by King Solomon. God provided miraculously for Israel. Now on the other side of the sea, the people grumbled, and the Lord provided water for them at the bitter's waters of Marah. God told Moshe to put a piece of wood in the water and so miraculously made the water okay to drink. Then they came to Aalm which had twelve springs and seventy palm trees. The number twelve causes us to think of the twelve tribes of Israel and seventy, the nations of the world. Then as they proceeded in the desert, the people grumbled again and God provided man, manna, and quail for them to eat. When the Israelites saw the manna, they said, Manhu which means what is it? The manna, man in Hebrew, was like coriander seed and it tasted like honey cakes, it says in Deuteronomy 1631 CJB, they gathered only enough manna for every day, except the sixth day they gathered two days of manna. The people rested on Shabbat. They put away some manna to be kept through the ages and they ate manna for forty years. While camped at Rephidim, the people grumbled about having no water, 
so Moshe struck a rock and water came out from it. Amalek's army came up against Israel and Israel prevailed while Moshe's arms were raised. Aaron and her held up Moshe's arms and Israel defeated Amalek. The Lord said he will blot out the memory of Amalek. Israel left Egypt by the power of God and God protected them and provided for them. Now that they were on the other side of the sea there was no turning back. It was an impassable barrier. In a sense, they died to their old lives when they passed through the sea. In the same way, we are immersed with the Holy Spirit after we believe in Yeshua the Messiah and experience the powers of the age to come to some extent. We receive the power of God through the Holy Spirit Yeshua said. Acts 1 8 NKJV says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Receiving the Holy Spirit is a defining moment in the lives of believers in Yeshua the Messiah because there is no turning back from the truth that God is present in our lives. We experience the power of God. Rabbi Shaul tells us in the New Testament that we are to die to our old selves in Romans 6 6 and so leave our old lives behind much like Israel had to die to their old way of life after they crossed to the other side of the Sea of Aqaba. The place where Israel crossed the Sea of Aqaba is very imposing to see. At the end of the wadi that Israel took on their way to the sea, there is an enormous beach that could hold a couple of a million people. Solomon had marked the crossing point with two pillars, one on each side of the sea. Interestingly, in one of the videos online, there are shells plastered onto the side of the seashore that Israel had fled to as though a great wind had pushed them there. There is video of chariot parts on the bottom of the Sea of Aqaba where Israel crossed. The Haftorah for Beishalak is Judges 4-4-5-31. In this portion, Deborah the prophet tells Barak to take 10,000 men to fight against Sisera and his army. Because he asks Deborah to go with him, Deborah says a woman will get the credit for Sisera's death. Israel defeats Sisera's army, and a woman kills Sisera. They then sang a song extolling those who volunteered, praising God, and praising the woman who killed Sisera. Just as God defeated the Egyptians at the Gulf of Aqaba, God continues to help Israel to defeat its enemies after they enter Canaan. Also, we should consider that although we seem to be at risk in the present, God is at work on our behalf. In the end, God will be victorious even though the people of this world can be so against the things of God. Judges 4:23 CJB says, Thus God on that day defeated Jabin the king of the Canaanites in the presence of the people of Israel. God is for His people and helps His people both in the Old Testament portion and our present era. God is the same today as He was years ago, a caring and good God. Some two million people left Egypt in faith and God provided for them. What an amazing act of faith for so many people. Those who trust in God will be blessed, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Psalms 84 12 NKJV. Commandments, Implied Commandments, Permissions, and other concepts. We can also understand commandments are being implied from other scriptures in the Bible. There are other possible concepts than what is shared here. It is good to sing to Jehovah and praise Him. Exodus 15 1-18. It is permissible to dance and play music before Jehovah. Exodus 15 20-21. We are to keep God's commandments for protection. He is Jehovah who heals us. Exodus 15 26. 
Israel is commanded to collect food for consumption before the Sabbath. This implies we should not do harvesting on the Sabbath, but be prepared to do it on another day. Exodus 16:25-26. Yehovah has given us the Sabbath as a day of rest. Exodus 16:29-30. Some of the people tempted God by their attitude. We should watch our thoughts, attitudes, and words. Be thankful and gracious towards God and ask our all-knowing God for help. He is a good God and cares about us. Exodus 17 3-7. We are commanded to blot out the name of Amalek as a memorial for them attacking Israel. Perhaps this is reminder to us that God is for us in every generation. Also, this can be construed as a warning to those who oppose us and mistreat us. Yeshua suggests that those who do wrong will be removed from the book of life and not be in God's future kingdom. Revelation 3 5 NKJV says, He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life. Exodus 17 14-16. This concludes our teaching for today.